Hi folks, I'm Alan Watt and this is Cutting Through the Matrix on October the 5th, 2014. I won't bore you with the troubles of, uh, that I've been going through here with all the nonsense with the deep well pump, etc. And the junk they sell today for uh, equipment and machinery that mainly comes from China or Mexico with this wonderful elitist dream of free trade. It's a dream for them because they own all the top corporations. They get all the funding from us to ship their factories overseas. It's been that way for an awful long time, and that's really why this uh, whole system was set up to make manufacturing uh, centers, mainly in China, for the whole planet, basically. Uh, You've got to forget, remember that um, most of the plants in China are owned by people in the West and across Europe, etc., and elsewhere, so they're not necessarily the Chinese in this day and age. And they can make things over there uh, so darn cheap, because we live in the age of uh, greed is good, as one of the top economists of the U.S. Uh, who teaches in university has said for many years. He told he in their lectures that they're told now all these CEOs going through business management, etc., and corporate management that greed is good. And so we're getting to. And I knew years ago I said on the air uh, that we'd get to a stage where the things that were getting produced would be basically non-functional. Uh, and junk to begin with, brand new, because they've skimped on every important detail in order to make these things not last last not very long at all. And we're actually at the stage now, sometimes you have to repair things when they're brand new before you start to use it, if you want to last any time at all. That's the, the craziness of today's uh, society. But, you know, society has always been pretty crazy because we've been run by crooks for an awful long time. It seems to be human nature living through the big transfer of employment to countries across the sea. And remember, the prime ministers and presidents that said free trade is good for jobs were telling the truth because they just simply didn't tell you that the jobs would, would all be in China and elsewhere. Uh, so they were telling technically the truth. They're awfully legalistic this way, aren't they? But plus they're mocking you as well. Uh, and unfortunately, it works over and over. Most folk today, you know, still don't know. Uh, they, they kind of dream through their lives. They're never really conscious. They, they read the, unless the media tells them to think and ponder something or be worried about something, they won't ponder or worry about it. It's that simple today because, as Brzezinski said, the media would do the reasoning for them, and that's what's happened today. They think it's an appendage to their brain. So if the media doesn't tell you to think about something, and even though you might subconsciously notice things like made in China, made in China, made in China, everywhere and everything, which I'm sure some folk must have noticed, and I noticed it all, uh, then you'd figure, you might figure out why they're all made in China suddenly, and there's no work at home, of course. And over that hump, that period, what they did to get people over that hump as the jobs left the shores of the Western countries in Europe and elsewhere, was that's when they first first started throwing out credit cards like crazy. Every day in the mail you got offers for new credit cards. And that's what people have been doing ever since, is juggling credit cards. And because they can have the appearance of getting successful, and they judge success by getting things, material goods, just one after the other. It doesn't really matter what they're getting as long as it's the latest of something. Uh, because remember what Bernays said, and I've mentioned this many, many times. Bernays said, 
yeah, apart from teaching the marketers and so on how to this whole structure of indoctrination would work on the general population, creating this consumer society, uh, and it's all tied in with psychology, of course, and unconscious desires and and drives and so on. Uh, he said, use existing structures, existing structures where many people follow something with a kind of uh, central leadership group at the top, like. Churches, for instance, that worked awfully well in the U.S. Just get the top guys on board, and, and they'll they'll help push it. And of course, the, the government's got on board with that too, uh, for the wars across the Middle East. This is God's war, etc., against these nasty and you know terrible pagans, which is not pagan at all. And that that works awfully well. You don't have to, you don't have to convince people one by one. Look for existing groups to convince. And they'll they'll do your bidding. And when Bush Jr. got all the top leaders and the Christian leaders in, and actually gave them payoffs, they had to go back home and teach their flocks to be on board with the war across the Middle East, which is the New American Century group, of course, the project for New American Century. They listed all those countries they wanted taken out the way, and they would use it. They would do it by using an existing organization which started off a long time ago as the Muslim Brotherhood, created by the West in, in, in London too, uh, to stop uh, unification of Arabian countries initially. That was the purpose of it, keep them all apart and fighting each other. And then out of that, they created a group called Al-Qaeda, and uh, they got them fighting the Russians when they invaded Afghanistan, and then they con- continued to use it after, ever after to get uh, uh, the countries that were rising up to some kind of degree of wealth across the Middle East and Asia and destroy them. Uh, Kissinger said his plan, if he got his way, would be to, to start with Iraq and make them completely dysfunctional forever. They'd never, ever uh, get back to a solid uh, uh, unitary government again. And they've got their wish. They've done the same in Libya and elsewhere. That was all the project for the New American Century, published in the 90s by the group themselves. But people forget all that, of course. And uh, and this nonsense with, with ISIS and ISIL, etc., is just a continuation of the same Al-Qaeda group uh, doing their bidding of their masters, who are all doing the bidding of the Western countries, believe it or not, <laughs> because they don't want a function, a functional strong governments uh, perhaps unifying across the Middle East. Very simple geopolitics. And the propaganda is incessant, but getting back to this whole idea of indoctrination, Bernays... The so-called, he's mislabeled the father of marketing and propaganda, etc., uh, and the consumer society. He he was a long, came from a long line of people who'd fomented revolutions done through uh, Europe and through the centuries and so on. They understood also through uh, marketing, through basically uh, merchandising stuff, what, how to create fashions and sell things to people. It was not a new art at all. And Bernice, one of his main things he said was, stop, stop doing what you traditionally do to corporations, where you must make a good project, project which will, by word of mouth, uh, because people, consumers will buy the things and, and say, what do you think? Oh, it's as good. Is it, is it any good? You know, oh, yeah, it's reliable, etc. I'll buy that. Uh, stop doing that, he said. Change the consumer to suit your corporation. Governments do the same thing. You are, basically, uh, the army, whether you like it or not. All future recruits come from all of you or your offspring, and you feed the army. 
And so you, you, you create the kind of conditioning to suit your goals ahead. The U.S., again, is awfully, awfully good at that. Britain's a bit harder. They're behind it because Britain's had these characters running the country, the country for centuries uh, with war after war after war. Uh, to, to, so that the big corporations within there, based in London, can grab all the loot and resources across the world. This is a continuation of the same old thing. And of course, the elite themselves employed eugenicists and all the rest of it, always look into the future to make sure the future is safe for them and their own to go into the future still in command of it down through time. Uh, so there's a long, long history to all of this. But remember, you get changed you get rather than the product, the products changing to suit you, uh, and so you get a good uh, money's worth for your for your buy. No, they they'll give you junk now, but they'll, they'll, through massive marketing and peer pressure, you know, everybody's got the latest iPhone, Mark, whatever it is, with the latest app, yeah, 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 and you got to get it too, or you're not cool. And look how well it works when they line up. They all line up for days sometimes to get the latest piece of junk that lasts a few months until the next model comes out. They have changed societies to suit the product, you see. Brilliant, really, isn't it? And just as they use that technique on, on selling various pieces of junk, expensive junk, they all, which also is to monitor all of you, too. It's beautiful. You will buy our own chains. We don't have to get forced to give away freedoms. They, they do it gladly if they think they're getting a benefit on, on the side, you see. Uh, it's, it's beautiful strategy, isn't it? But it also tells you that the people don't have a mind of their own whatsoever, and they're so careless about privacy and freedom. They don't know that revolutions were fought in the past over over the, the of privacy. They came out with the castle doctrine, things like that, which are all ignored today. Started in Britain, adopted by the U.S. the castle doctrine, and now in the U.S. they have no knock policies. They ran bash down doors and just have SWAT teams, thousands across the country every night, every day. Uh, the militarized police just smashing and that's it. And there's so many horror stories to do with this, they're all swept under the rug. This is how they've changed society. And you're, you're changed too because everything you watch is to do with SWAT teams and special agencies looking for terrorism, etc., etc. And, uh, and so these, whoever they're smashing down at the door off must have done something wrong or they wouldn't get their door smashed down. That's how you think. And these are for non-violent crimes, remember. Now, there's nothing you can believe that comes across the airwaves today from the media. Because the media is a propaganda tool to manage the public, to manage their minds, and get them ready for whatever comes along next that the big boys have planned. And they manage it in a certain way to make you always for whatever government action is taken. We, see that we saw that even way back uh, before 9-11 happened, when, as I say, the project for New American Century had published, uh, twice actually, it published in the 90s, the countries they wanted taken out across, starting with Afghanistan, and then they wanted to take out Iraq, and then, uh, I think it was Libya, there's a dispute between the Israelis and the US government, Israel, Israel wanted them to push right through Iraq, on, uh, right on Syria, uh, and then go to Libya. And however, uh, the U.S. did it in a different step-by-step uh, -step process. Uh, they had a long pause after Iraq, and then went, they went for Libya next. So uh, regardless of it, everything is uh, pre-planned, and uh, they always make sure that you'll think the enemy is the, 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 the root cause of it all, of course. 
and to give us permission to uh, go in for humanitarian purposes by killing them all, uh, etc. And then you have the fallout, which they planned again in the 90s, of refugees coming out of the countries that you're bombing. They've always done this, of course. This is an old strategy. And so you already have hostile refugees coming in, not too happy, because they're coming into the countries that are helping to fund uh, war on all the countries across their home, homelands. They're being bombed into annihilation. So they come into the countries, often uh, penniless, a lot of them, step in certain areas, and they can foment trouble down the road because they're not too happy with the way things have been going. And the very fact they've had to move to uh, the, the very people their homes are the people who are helping to fund the bombing of their own countries. So you, the, the big boys know what's at stake here. This is ongoing geopolitics for managing the whole world down the road, you see, into this new type of world order. There's always world orders. During the Cold War, it was a balance of power. That was the world order they called it off the day. And then they had the American century after, after Russia uh, supposedly just threw up its hands in defeat. And uh, the Berlin Wall came down in Germany. And uh, there was just nothing left but the U.S. at that time. So the new American century, in other words, it would be their Roman century. They'd rule the world. Uh, That was the agenda then, with particular countries to take out. And any possible opposition who might like to hang on to their own resources would have to be eliminated en route. Old, old policies. And, as I say, whenever they tell you something, I, I, you really can't believe what they tell you anymore. Even right down to the plagues and everything else that they're, they're supposedly bringing into the country. Because it needs your cooperation to believe all this stuff. That, number one, your governments are so stupid, they'll let people come in. Countries from countries that already have quarantines about restriction of travel within those countries... Uh, they'll, they'll believe that you're meant to believe that they'll still bring in people on planes from those countries uh, right into your country without quarantine. You see, and and we, we do we we tend to jump in. Oh, but it's, they're just so stupid. What are the authorities thinking? Because the, the common sense thing, thing obviously is the folk those countries have quarantines on travel within their own countries into neighboring countries, why on earth would you bring them straight over into your own country if they have dangerous, deadly plague-type viruses in their bodily systems that are highly active? So there's always a reason for whatever you're told, and you can't really believe what they're telling you is the truth in the first place. And um, for all we know, they could be getting ready to make another massive fortune killing by giving everyone uh, supposedly Ebola uh, antidotes or injections or whatever, vaccines, which will make a massive killing again, like they made a massive killing the last time with the fake swine flu and H1N1, and they were selling all the Tamil flu and all these pills that's supposed to be antiviral, by the millions of dollars worth every day, by the way, across Britain and the US and elsewhere. And, and then afterwards they told you it wouldn't have worked anyway. Huh? But th- that's the joke we get, isn't it? The joke's always on the general public. Remember, your government is not your government at all. It's owned by the big corporations completely. Even the FDA in the States is staffed by guys who've all worked uh, in the drug, the big pharmacies and so on. And some, some of them leave the FDA and go back into the pharma companies they worked for before. Then they're sent back into the FDA if a problem is seen on the horizon with some new pill that's going to be unleashed. That they want immediate approval, approval etc., or a new vaccine. And there's been many documentaries by, by well-meaning people uh, who've done their investigations 
uh, and we've collected all the data on that very problem. But it's the same with every agency that you have in all the countries. You know, Canada will be no different. Every agency out there is part of the corporate structure, but you're paying all their salaries and also get payoffs from the, from the companies they worked at or, or the, the positions they held, the companies that... Uh, it could be even be big corporations in different fields, etc. So we're living with the big gangs at the top, and the big gangs all work in a pyramid fashion to the top guy, of course, the capstone, you might say, because they've got to have some kind of rule and order amongst themselves to stop them killing each other as well. Uh, that's just the way it really is. But it's been that way for an awful long time, as I say. And the last people to ever know things are the general population. Uh, it's always been the way. Even Francis Bacon said the same thing, uh, that... that um, the public must never really be told the truth for, for the, any real reason or any real reason for policies being made put up by government. Now, while all that talk of Ebola and, uh, and even Patriot Radios getting in the act because they're all selling all these wonder cures and preventative things that will help save your life forever and ever till you get to heaven, etc., uh, the, the fact is that what's really been going on during this time that you're, where you're diverted with through fear to look at something else. And the big free trade deal with Canada and Europe has been signed again, because they signed it in different parts, of course, and, uh, and they even give red herrings as to what any hold-ups might be to the general population. It's always junk. Supposedly over pork, which is utter nonsense. Utter nonsense. Now remember, the whole idea of the boys who've run the world for a long time under the Royal Institute for International Affairs, or CFR, was to create trading blocks across the world. Well, a very old plan, well, well documented by insiders, by the way. And um, they would create the United Europe, first of all, and they'd make a United Americas, secondly. We've already done the NAFTA. The NAFTA then uh, uh, branches out into the Trans-Pacific Partnership, as part of their big regional trade agreement. And then there'll be a special parliament, just like Europe has. There'll be the major domo over all the countries uh, that are participating in it, signed into it, locked into it, and they can't back out, apparently, you see. Uh, an idea, too, is eventually all their, all their laws start to change into a centralized governing law body system based in a central parliament. And one for the Far Eastern Pacific group, with China in it, too, and then at the very top of it, you have your world government. That's always been the documented plan of the Royal Institute for International Affairs. It comes from foreign relations. It's another term for it. And Canada got another name for it again. Because uh, too many people talked about it, especially myself, maybe too many times. They actually changed the name of it here. But it's the same bunch worldwide. They have, they have ones for Germany and across Europe and elsewhere too. Australia, New Zealand, and many other countries. India is part of it as well. So we'll all eventually get driven into this new world order. But it isn't some new world order of peace, etc., etc. It's the eugenic uh, system that will become, come underway with lots of more government agencies, top heavy with government agencies, uh, following the communistic style, super communistic style, because even the communists didn't have all these agencies we have today in the West, with thousands and thousands and actually millions across the, the world of bureaucrats, all living high in the hog, living off of you, because you see, you are the animals, and like Charles Fort said, were farmed. 
we're farmed basically because people who do real work and so on, or creative work, or and actually make things or whatever, uh, really don't count. All wealth comes from you, but it all heads up going upwards to the guys who who lord it over you, supposedly as public servants, and they have index-related pensions, regardless of the cost of living. Uh, same with their salaries, they're index-related regardless of the cost of living. In other words, when your currency falls in purchasing power, uh, or called inflation, uh, they get massive increases to make sure that their actual real cost of living for them uh, it keeps above all of that, a very high standard every year. Now, the general population can't get that, but you don't matter. You're the animals, you see. And as long as you all can work as fast as you can go, and have a wife for yourself on two or three jobs that you run back and forth to per day, and you can get your credit cards and juggle them and keep buying stuff. You know, I just call it stuff now because it doesn't matter what you're buying, it's all stuff, all junk stuff too. Uh, then you'll think you're doing okay, you're still getting by, you'll think, you see. Now, in the US with Obamacare, with this wonderful democracy in the U.S. where they give you the choice of paying Obamacare or pay big fines the first year or then go to prison. That's a wonderful choice that you get in, in democracy, isn't it? But the public will refuse, refuse ever to, to ever come out and say, this is not a democracy at all. They, they won't say that, you see. Islam's are guided by their masters above them, the masters of psychology and the neuroscientists and behaviorists all at the top working in big think tanks who release stuff to government and how to manage the, the animals, you see. They'll never figure it out. And, uh, and this is how bad things really are today. It's a perfect science managing the public. Very easy, actually. And you keep them in fear all the time. Fear of everything. Even when you want to change all their attitudes into accepting the new system coming in of total control from birth to death by government agencies for every single individual on the planet. By, by terrifying you that you're causing climate change, as they've been geoengineering and causing it for years and years and years non-stop now, uh, and of course it's chemical spraying and so on and so on, uh, they're blaming you and, and you have to be kept in ignorance and you're bombarded with all the wildlife programs and all the nature and all the government-funded programs and so on. They keep repeating, because that's all you need now is repetition, that it's a human problem. Humans are causing all this problem. Technically, legally, again, they're right. Some kind of humans are spraying and flying these planes across the sky. Some humans are planning it all and in charge of it all. Some corporations are also making a mint off it, making all the chemicals and the minerals and the, and the various ores that are mixed with these sprays. And goodness knows what else. But the fact is, uh, yeah, technically it's human cause, but it's not anthropogenic uh, global warming nonsense. Uh, it's, 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 you're not causing it. You're the recipient of it. But you'll take the blame because the public always take the blame. It's always your fault, you see. It's always your fault. And this is how people who are abused are trained to believe they are themselves. They, they, they got abused because they deserve to be abused. It was their fault, you see. And that's what the abuser always teaches the victim. Never forget that. And getting back to Canada, it signed uh, this latest deal, as I say, with uh, the European Union. And we'll never get all the facts published yet. There'll be thousands of pages uh, as we go into this deeper integration of a region with Europe trading bloc, which again alters all your laws. 
pretty well all your laws on the books, you know, are economic laws. They all come from the cost of economics. When you put someone in prison, they, they factor in um, what, what did he cost society in this crime that he caused? And, and how much will it cost him to be, be in prison? Uh, if he kills someone, how much taxpaying power was that person that he's killed able to produce in their lifetime if he was still alive? That's all factored in. So all your laws pretty well stem from economic laws. Because we live in this rotten economic system. It's completely bogus to begin with, along with the creation of money, which again is managed by a big, big mafia at the top. And they're not Italian. So we're living in a chronology, as I call it. And everything is the art of chronology. And appeasing the people by BS. Stories. Canada... Uh, after the, the, sign, the signing of our, our, this agreement uh, with Europe, as the European Union, that's Brussels, in other words, the major domo is Brussels, the, from the, the, the nation that holds the super parliament for the whole of Europe. Everything underneath it now is a little provincial government like Britain. And von Rompuy, remember last year right on the air, he said that the age of the nation state is over, it's obsolete. Uh, this is the wonderful democratic Europe. Nobody elected them in. Uh, Rompuy didn't get elected in by the public. In fact, nobody in uh, the commission at the top is elected by... Most of them don't even know who they are in the commission at the top. I mean, this is more secretive than the old Soviet Union system. But it doesn't matter to the public. They're kept up the running, standing on their heads and the whole bit, and worrying and, and scurrying, etc., and spending for the latest junk that won't last very long because nothing is made to last very long now under built-in obsolescence and maximizing the profit. Maximizing the profit, as I say, where they've cut corners to save pennies to maximize their profits in every area they possibly can, uh, that nothing's really fair, functional for very long at all. This is the modern world, and they call it progress, and it is for them at the top. They're getting so stinking rich off it, they're progressing awfully well to an incredible, uh, fantastic uh, utopia for themselves. So the, the bureaucrats wanted a big party in, in Canada, uh, and the European bunch uh, uh, had to go back. But they said, well, if we don't go back, now we'll miss our, our flights, etc., that the Europeans are paying for. Now, they, they'll still pay for those flights they didn't take, by the way. The European tax bill will pick up that tab. And these new, uh, uh, Hamilt- I call them Hamiltonian kings and queens, the bureaucracy, this class of bureaucrats, um, these, oh, they're like ants, there's so many of them uh, But they fly them back Because they want to stay for the, for the party in Ottawa In Canada And uh, it cost the Canadian taxpayer $330,000 Because they stayed over To, 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 have, to, to, to gorge themselves And do all the other disgusting things these, This class generally does When they get pissed drunk when they get brandy and, uh, and we flew them back Especially the courtesy of Canada Canadian taxpayer uh, so uh, we picked up the tab for that. Thank you very much, Canadian taxpayers. And most of the Canadians don't even know what happened. <laughs> they don't even know what's going on. All they hear about is the stuff from the States. Oh, Ebola, be very, very terrified of Ebola, be terrified of it, etc., etc., etc. Oh, jeez. And these ridiculous, pathetic stories they churn out on little person situations across Canada, they make you think that it's all wonderful. Somebody loses their purse, an old lady loses it, and some nice person found it and turned it in. Isn't that wonderful? That really changes the world, right? (laughs) 
how easy it is to manage the minds of the people today. Eh? How easy it is. Now, here's what's happening now to do with the weather, though. As I say, in Canada especially, over the last four, four or five years, maybe six years, it's got progressively worse with rain, 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 until this year was just Noah's Ark time. It literally rained from the last snow uh, right through the whole year to the present. still raining, by the way. And maybe you had a handful of days of actual sunshine that were normal. Uh, three of them only recently, in fact, very late in the year. And again, back to the pouring rain, day and night, and cold temperatures. Uh, this is the fallout of the massive geoengineering which the big boys planned to bring in in the first place. Because, you see, now it's time, now it's time for the big boys before the big meeting comes along for the annual meeting on geoengineering and uh, climate change and carbon taxes and all the carbon taxes you have to pay into Al Gore's organization, all the other big organizations, all go through the private Rothschild Bank in Switzerland, the main family bank in Switzerland, because it was the Rothschilds that brought that bill forward. Plus, they've got the deal for carbon capture across the world, where they supposedly sink carbon underneath the earth, etc. What a great scam this is, isn't it? It's like, it's like, it's like uh, this is, this is saying in the hippie days, it's a gas man. And so here they are making a fortune off this gas that's here anyway. And it's a necessity part of life or no plants would grow carbon dioxide. But the public don't care. They've been dumbed down so much. Here they are twiddling and masturbating with their apps all the time. And little phones stuck in front of their faces. They can't even see what's going on. Their, their, their minds are gone, you know. Uh, it's amazing. It's amazing really to watch and live through it all happen, happening and being conscious of it happening and observing it all happening. And, and you see people bumping into lampposts as they walk along the street staring at this thing in their hand all the time. You know, it's astonishing. And when it's not working, you're like no one's calling them, they're still staring at it. They don't look up, they don't look sideways, they don't look at each other. They just don't look at anything else. It's this plastic little, temp- this little temporary plastic piece of Cheaply made junk, but expensive to buy to maximise a profit. That they're, they're waiting to, to to communicate to them to, to because it makes them feel important. Someone cares. All these sock puppets out there that the government has millions of them for everybody out there uh, gets in touch with them and leaves them a little cryptic message, and they're really happy. Then, oh, amazing conditioning, eh? Isn't it something else? Isn't that fantastic? But see, now it's time to say to hammer home weather-wise to the public. Till even Joe Blow, who hasn't a clue what's going on, when he hears it getting really starting repetition and bombardments of propaganda from the media all together in unison, uh, the mantra and the mantra will be stepped up uh, over and over again that humans are causing the problems. We can all see it now. And they'll suddenly say, you know, I did notice it was getting a bit wet, you know, over this last, you know, five or six years, you know. I guess I did notice it and... Uh, I kept wondering why my, I had, you know, foot rot and all that, trench foot, little things like that. So even Joe Blow will begin to get it. Plus the ones in other countries, in areas of the country, they're getting roasted because they're, they're actually dispersing clouds that are heading their way so they don't get rain falling. I mean, it's, it's, this is child's play, this kind of weather modification today, by the way. It's child's play. It's everyday occurrences. Um, we all get the message, something's wrong. And then it will come that famous uh, term that I think Lenin used, something must be done. And, and the same old stuff is used over and over again, something must be done. And out come the big 
uh, prostitute leaders. Uh, they're all paid with their lines written by the scriptwriters uh, and the big corporations. Have all this uh, all at stake here for all the future massive profits from nothing uh, down the road. And, and they'll tell us it's all your fault. And the folk will say, you know something, it's all our fault. Because we're awfully obedient, aren't we? We repeat everything they tell us. all our fault. Yep. Here you are in the West especially, completely deindustrialized for years. The carbon dioxide is, is crashed because, because the, the, there's no factories pumping in the air. And same pretty well across much of Europe. Uh, they've had the cleaner, cleanest air they've had for many, many years. But that doesn't matter, you see. It doesn't matter. Uh, they'll see the weather changing because it's getting forced upon them. And, uh, and they'll believe it's, it's their fault. So we have to, to save the world and save each other, we've got to go along with this new regime, this world regime. Imagine giving that power into the hands of a few folk living somewhere else. Forever and ever and ever. This is to transcend the old democratic state, you understand? The old idea of democracy. This is for the world state. It's for the world state. And a small group of chronologists will decide every year by sticking their finger, you know, licking their finger, sticking out the window, yep, the climate is this today, we'll have to up the carbon taxes today. And I said years ago, under austerity measures, and you've already forgotten about austerity, the mantra, but it kept harping on a few years ago. Austerity, the age of austerity is here. And I said, what was that means poverty, folks, for all of you, like, not for the guys at the top. And it means that all your spare cash that you used to spend is going to go to carbon taxes on every product you buy. How much carbon was produced in the manufacture of that caramel bar and the machining of it, the processing of it. Uh, that the paper wrapping creation, all that stuff is going to be tacked onto the price. Uh, everything you purchase, everything, all meat products especially, because they don't want you eating meat for, for the general population, but for elite only, that's always been the plan, to go back to the old feudal system where your growth is stunted and you're sickly, you die off quicker, but you can still get, get up, breed enough to get the work done for on behalf of the elite. Uh, and the elite will eat all the best stuff and be much taller, etc. That's the old plan, folks has been for an awful long time. The champions of Darwin took that banner up right away. Oh, good, it's going to go back to the old feudal system. And Quigley said the same thing. He was all for it by himself, by the way, I should say, because he was a historian for the Council on Foreign Relations, which is Royal Institute for International Affairs. And he mentioned it. He said, you know, this middle class is, is causing, they're getting too greedy, and uh, that's where the cost of this and that and other is going up too. They're getting too, well, they're only emulating their masters at the top, naturally. That's what middle class, unfortunately, do. In this con money system. So anyway, all of your excess spending money uh, is going to go to energy taxes, carbon taxes, and so on. There's there's no need whatsoever. I mean, electricity is, is cheaper than ever to, to create, uh, but they're, they're telling you the opposite. Oh, it's very expensive to produce and blah, blah, blah. Yada, yada, yada. So that's where all your spending money is to go. They'll leave you enough credit cards and so on to keep juggling to buy your latest apps, etc., and all these all that nonsensical stuff you buy. And uh, so they can, can monitor everything you're doing and, and add it to your profile daily, by the way. And most of you don't mind at all because you think it's so much fun. You get so much fun out of it. It's not a, it's not a bad swap. You know, complete privacy. 
uh, in, in return for having some fun on your little gadget. But that's how easy it is to train you. At one time, they had big, big meetings on how to bring you to this stage. The elites, you see. Big think tanks. Had them for years and years and years. How do we get the public to give up all their privacy? The dream of every tyrant down through the ages. Well, we make it appealing. You know, the mousetrap. They used to call it the mousetrap. You know, you put the cheese in the mousetrap and uh, the mouse will watch another mouse going and getting caught and killed in it. And the second mouse comes along and says, well, I can be a bit smarter now. I'll try and just nudge a little bit into it along and get that cheese here, you see. And it might get a little chunk of cheese and get away with it and, and so on. It gets a benefit from coming near death. Where in reality, it shouldn't go anywhere near the darn thing. And that's the same process that works with the people. Well, I do get fun on it, and I, I, can, I can text these little silly things to people that they really care that you, you, what you've said to them. There's nothing you're saying they'll ever remember the rest of their lives at all. Or even next week, maybe. It's just prattle in the air, folks. Prattle in the air. That's all it is. But you've been monitored with all your prattle, added to your personality profile and the virtual you, that they play little games on in the virtual you at the Pentagon, and they got you all sussed out. Mm-hmm. Now, as I say, back to the weather. The weather is now time to get the message home for the big, big meeting coming along to change your whole way of living. More agencies all working on top of you, as, as most of your money will go to paying energy and carbon taxes, etc., etc., and then it'll come down a few years' time to, uh, and I'm not kidding about this, it'll be licensing certain people to breed and ones not to breed. That was their old agenda. Here they are with their same old agenda. They never change their agendas. And they'll convince you quite easily as to why this must be. And most of you will believe it. And when you're living amongst folk, they're perfectly conditioned. And you're not conditioned You'll have to go and be a hermit Because they'll drive you mad All the conditioned ones As they parrot all the, the political correct stuff That they've been brainwashed with And you cannot change them Once that happens And they're perfectly conditioned And it, unfortunately The perfect conditioning today Works absolutely with most people Who will never investigate anything for themselves Sad isn't it? It's awfully sad that, but true. Now in the US, a lot of their money, the spending money, is already going to Obamacare. And I don't know all the prices there for this insurance, but some people have said that individually they're paying between six and eight hundred dollars per month. For this maybe one day I'll need the hospital, maybe one day I'll need a doctor. Insurance itself has always been a scam of chronology. But, but here's the, this, is the, this is the kind of spending money that a lot of people had who are just making the grade surviving. That's been taken away from them. And various um, uh, jobs in the lower end that worked on and, and depended on people spending that kind of money uh, uh, every, every month are just falling apart now because people, literally people haven't got that money to blow. The choices for the general population in the U.S. living at the bottom, the ones who are working, that is, is to join the welfare crew or have nothing to spend but keep working their butts off. 
that, that's the choices. And all the time, these, these masses of bureaucracies and new agencies are growing, 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 growing. This mass, you know, Atlas would be collapsed and flattened today, holding up all this lot of bureaucracies and agencies. He'd be absolutely flattened like a steamroller going over him. And people still prattle about having democracy. When you're supporting almost half, half the population in some countries, either on welfare or in government jobs and government agencies. Can't last, folks. It's not meant to last. This is the system they're bringing in. Planned a long time ago. And folk will not change. They'll keep voting. Keep voting. Yeah, that's how they, what, They've seen so many movies about, there's always the one. You're the one. You must take this mission on. And defeat the Dark Lord. And away they go, you know. So here's the one that comes along. It says all the things that they know that the public are talking about. And you vote them in, and the same, but the same agenda continues. And you never learn, eh? Hmm. Well, that's sad, that isn't it? Awfully sad. Awfully sad. And then they've got their housing bubbles going all over again because this, this intermediary, the middleman, the middleman today is the real estate brokers. You have, you have big coalitions of them and chains of real estate agencies that jack up the prices so they can get m- much bigger commissions off it. In the old days, you know, you'd advertise your house yourself in the paper. And people would come along and you'd negotiate a price, a more realistic price. But everything went through the roof. And then you got the housing bubbles coming in uh, when the real estate agencies took over. More chronology. So here you are living in a wooden hut. And never, each real estate agent, by the time you're finished with it, describing it in their ad in the paper, this this thing is a mansion, this little wooden hut of yours. It's a mansion, you know, and that bit of swamp around the back there could be easily drained and turned and turn into a race course or something, or maybe a, a SUV trail, you know, something like that. Oh, maybe you could do wonderful things if you had millions of bucks to, to drain it all, blah, blah, blah. But this is the tripe and garbage that we live in, and we all think it's normal. Because you don't think or talk, you don't reason things through. When you went to school, you didn't get little gold stars for reasoning for yourself. You didn't get them. You got them for parroting rubbish back to the teacher. The teacher gave that approving smell. Do you understand teachers want... Here's one thing they never tell you. They always tell you that children want to rebel, you know, especially the teenage ones. Oh, you're rebel against authority. You're rebel against your parents to assert your, your individualism and your own personality. You must assert it by rebelling against them, you see. Children who have no discipline at all these days, thanks to Dr. Spock and all the lefties, of course, that pushed this to, so that the state could then give them their new uh, value system and morality, which was awfully, awfully well done. That's what Bertrand Russell said back in the 1920s they would do by scientific indoctrination at school. Children want to please adults. They like approval. Actually, all animals like approval. And, and then that, for that extent, humans are different. They like approval from someone who says, well done. You see? So they'll have they're the, they're to par it off back to the teacher all the nicey things. You see? And they get a nice, pleasant smile, not a scowl in response. And they feel kind of special the, 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 more, uh, the more correct their, their responses happen to be, according to their parroting, you see. But if you think for yourself, you're in trouble. 
Lots of young guys especially have already found that by getting put on different drugs by the, by the school system and, and the medical system for being hyperactive or whatever it happens to be. See, attention deficit disorder is not necessarily a deficit disorder at all. It's thinking outside the box. Because they might take a topic or a question the teacher gives them and take it off into a hundred different directions of possibilities, which should be a natural thing to do. But teachers don't like that, especially with boys. Because in this day and age, boys are supposed to be the same as little girls, which is a complete impossibility, unless you add, you know, the surgeons, which they're getting good at doing today. But, yeah, if you ask that, if you start reasoning for yourself, it will not be met with very pleasantly at all. And, and you'd be a nuisance, you see. You're disrupting the class. Disrupting the class, you see. And you won't get that approval from the teacher. You know, the, the communists and, and, and also the Nazis used the same system on children. The exact same system because it worked perfectly. And the idea was, again, to separate the values of the contaminated values of the old family system, they called it. Uh, take away those values and give them the state's new values to obey and worship the state and all authority that served the state. Uh, and it worked awfully, awfully well. So much so they would turn in their parents. Then they turn them in. in. North Korea, they still use that yet. Uh, and they're taught in school to turn in their parents if, if they think there's any political incorrectness there at all. And, of course, the parents get killed. In some countries, like Cambodia, they actually had the children shoot their parents and then congratulate them, make them feel good about doing it. They'd saved the country by shooting their parents. What a mind job that is, eh? See, children who don't get direction at all crave it. And that's what elitists have always known. They crave Authority, that kind of authority that treats them like an adult, even though they're really still a child. And gives them a little uniform and all that kind of thing. You see? Armbands and uniforms and badges. And they crave approval and direction. It's very easy to do. That's very, very ancient too, that technique. Some kinds have used that thousands of years ago at times in their history. So there's nothing new under the sun as far as techniques go. Only today, of course, with the scientific indoctrination and mass media, where everyone gets the same indoctrinations at the same time on a daily basis through media, entertainment, and everything else. Entertainment prepares you through fantasy for reality that's coming down the road. It gets you to accept things that otherwise you would not normally accept because you, you saw it in a fantastical manner, you see. Plus, you generally identified with the hero or heroine, depending on the gender, uh, in the movie. And you came to accept something you should not normally accept. That's what uh, Aldous Huxley talked about, too. That there are techniques being used today by elitists and professionals. The Bernays types, way above Bernays, actually. And the think tanks, thousands of think tanks, all working for the super state and the elite uh, and they can actually get you to do things that you oughtn't necessarily go along with. But you'll be convinced it's the right thing uh, or by your masters because you still want to please too and get the pat on the head and all that, even if you're a, an, a, an adult child, put it that way. And uh, you'll get all the approval you want to do things you shouldn't normally do, like giving away all your privacy, things like that.
quite quite a system we live in, isn't it? It's very clever. Very, very clever. But then again, too, these boys who are paid at the top to study us all are getting all the time in the world and all the money in the world to do so. And they live awfully well. And, of course, they're psychopathic in nature, so they have no, no qualms about doing it whatsoever as long as they end up with the profits at the top and live the good life. So I hope, and I know I do know by the emails I get from different people across the world, how their lives are going. A lot of people, it's good to get for them to keep in touch because it's good to see what's happening in their own lives and so on as they go through all the struggles that we have to go through on a daily basis in this planned mad system. Uh, it's mad simply because it's not meant to be logical to you. That's why it seems mad, you see. But this reason, this, 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 this madness is as clever as a fox at the top because it definitely benefits a very old elite indeed. And they know exactly where they want to take the world. They depend upon all their studies and think tanks done by all their employees that do all over us, uh, who check on us all the time. They depend on them for, for all this information coming into them to make sure that down through the ages they can continue to go ahead and one day, of course, as we're all altered or start dying off, they'll already have a new type of human. They'll obey them much, much more easily. They won't need entertainment. They won't need even fear on the new types. They'll simply program them, and they'll work awfully hard and well and serve their masters better. They'll have the whole world to themselves. We'll all be gone. See, we think in short-term planning. A life, you're thinking in your lifetime, I want to achieve this in my life. Now, these guys work through foundations that can start off 300, 400 years ago with its own agenda, and, and guys die off, employees die off, more come in, and then keep going towards those same goals forever. That's the beauty of foundations. That's what Adam Weishaupt talked about, by the way through philanthropic foundations and the Rockefellers and all the other Rothschilds foundations, all these different foundations out there, all these big think tanks that they employ uh, and all the NGOs they own, they set up and own, by the way. Uh, they're all shouting for, we've got to change this climate uh, disaster. And all the, all the ones that give you the pressure, the pressure to go along. Uh, these guys are very clever at the top and have been running the world for just too long, haven't they? Haven't they? We don't have a natural honest system. Never have had a natural honest system. And we're used for their wars down through time. We always suffer. We pay for everything, including our own chains. And we've been trained to think it's all quite normal. Hmm. Sad, isn't it? So I won't prattle on any more tonight. I've been awfully busy this week. I've got, I'm going to be oh, even busier from now on, trying to get wood, etc. Uh, and, and during all these floods up here, and, and this constant bombardment of rain, uh, along with everything else breaking down, even brand new stuff. I said that last well pump was two months old. Two, in there two. When I hauled it up, by the way, even though it's boasting stainless steel casing, there was rust in the darn thing. I mean rust. It wasn't a coating. It was rust. Everything today is cheaply made junk to maximize the profit, but very expensive to buy. That's the trick. Very expensive to buy, but cheaply made junk. Because after all, the big boys at this top say and teach in university to all their up-and-coming major domos over you that greed is good. Greed is good. Well, from Hamish myself from Ontario, Canada, this good night. May your God or your gods go with you. <laughs>